0: I will warn you. Yeah. If you are hoping for an early night, it's not going to happen. Right. Because that log has enough stuff in it to keep you awake all night.
1: Okay, I'm starting to question the white powder on the top. Yeah. talk amongst yourself the foul entertainment talk podcast i'm your host mike owen and tonight joining me to discuss many more comic book issues we have the man himself the legend that is darren gutteridge Ashanti. <laughs> i don't know what that means i don't know who Ashanti is oh no wait i do know who Ashanti was is she
0: the one that had the thing over her eye that was gabrielle that was gabrielle was she the one that sounded like marge simpson possibly no that's that's macy gray um, <laughs> she did say a little I bit I had to say goodbye <laughs> That's your oh, homie <laughs> same, same verse She was in the first Spider-Man movie Oh yeah she, It was a Macy Gray concert that the Green Goblin flies into So neat As We all know that Norman Osborn really hates <laughs> soul music He hates soul music Anyway um, Anyway <laughs> I've just realised you're wearing a Batman t-shirt. It wasn't intentional, to be honest. Well, we, tonight, the, as you have already told from the title, the um, topic of today's discussion will be uh, the recently announced DC movie slate that runs from 2016, uh, when Batman versus Superman drops, all the way through presumably 2020 and beyond, um, from initial impressions. So I did think he may be dressed accordingly.
1: It wasn't intentional, it was literally the only other clean t-shirt I had. I'm crazy. Um, However, um, yes, yeah, so we are going to be discussing the, the big slate movies, as, as you've already suggested. The announcement, which has been thoroughly dampened by the reveal of uh, the Age of Ultron trailer. Mm-hmm. Which we will be discussing in a bonus episode, because this literally happened today. Yes. So, um, depending on how quick this episode is up, it shows you how good I am at editing. Um, But we will be discussing that in another episode, so go onto our uh, SoundCloud, or onto our website, or through Darren's blog, and you will find that as well. Um, But we're going to dedicate this episode primarily to the slate of DC movies. Now, Yep. as it's shown, uh, obviously DC were keeping very hush-hush about what they were bringing out, what they weren't bringing out, and there were so many rumours flying around, all of which have now turned out to be true basically. Um, What we do know is that the DC Cinematic Universe is now officially a thing. It's not just uh, the Man of Steel storyline. It is going to be a selection of interconnected movies. Um, It's basically DC turning around and saying, look at all the money that Marvel made. We want the Marvel money. Mm -hmm. And that's all it feels like to me. But, Pre- you know, prejudices aside, because we are more Marvel than DC. Yes,
0: I was going to bring that up. That um, You're not talking to two people that would describe themselves as DC aficionados. We know our stuff, enough to make this a worthwhile experience for you, but we're not exactly... Um, Sympathetic. We know exactly drinking the Kool-Aid as far as DC fanboys come. We're going to be... You know, if, if, um, if we can accuse us of being over-enthusiastic about Marvel, you won't be able to levy that against us, I think, here.
1: No. This is going to be probably a lot more fair and far less uh, dreamy and fanboyish than the Marvel discussion we had, where I still think that Ghost Rider versus Punisher versus, um, oh who do we say? Uh, Punisher, Ghost Rider and Blade. Yeah, I
0: still think that that would be the coolest thing on TV ever. Um, not compared to my 1960s inhuman sitcom. <laughs> so thank you. Or Mags and Prof. Or Mags but and Prof. But mags and Prof is a level above all else. So. We digress. Go and listen to episode two if you've but not that. means that. we can quickly just get something out of the way because when we did the Marvel thing, we had to incorporate TV. It's now been officially um, announced that they are... The rumours were true. They are two completely separate universes. There's a DC TV thing going on and there's a DC movies going on. But there is. But we can touch on the TV... It's not connected anymore, so it kind of doesn't run concurrent with what we're going to talk about. But true, true. How about we open with that? How
1: about we do? Because
0: we've just had Gotham drop. Um, we've had two episodes now air on British TV. I've only seen the first. I've not seen the second. Okay. Um, Ford. Well, before we get to that, it's only tradition. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, we can't forget tradition. We always eat something... <laughs> I say strange. You watch Good Mythical Morning, don't
1: you? I do. They eat all kinds of random crap. They've been going at it like... Well, yeah. not going it's at it. It's now become um, a food video, basically. I just... Ju- I just del- uh, delved into a new depth of Tumblr there. They've not been going at it. They've been just doing food challenge after food Did challenge. Did you see this and... morning's one? I've not seen this morning. Will eat pumpkin spice? Oh, <laughs> so they just put pumpkin spice on things. Great. Um,
0: well, in that vein, here we have chocolate logs. It is almost Christmas. I have brought my chocolate log bag, but I can't find it. Um... I want to show off to Michael. How many I brought. The important thing is that we just we get to this. we we'll, uh, yes. You can show me that after the. Episode. I can. Uh, yeah. These are the chocolate logs I can eat all round. Okay. Uh, all year round. They don't have milk in them. And so it's... these
1: are Darren safe because we should point out that the Darren is an inhuman and he is. Yes. He is uh, La- thoroughly lactose intolerant. Yes. Um, which means I'm excited for Christmas
0: chocolate log season because it is my favourite dessert in the world and yet God has chosen to cruelly deny it me for ten months. So I only get to enjoy it for two months. So I tend to go a little bit crazy. So I may have brought ten. <laughs> ten of these packs? No, no, these are the ones I get from Sainsbury's. Oh. I went to Iceland and I had all of them. Nice. I literally got the box and took the box to the counter <laughs> and said I want to buy all of these. And she asked me if I was going to a party and I said no, these are for me. <laughs> only for me. I bulk I bulk buy them in case they go away. Because <laughs> it is literally one type. They only sell them at Iceland. They're the only ones that don't have... I think they have a bit of milk in but not enough to kill me. Which so is good. I like to live life with a bit of risk. Anyway. <laughs> I too like to live dangerously. <laughs> I will warn you, yep. if you are hoping for an early night, it's not going to happen. Right. Because that log has enough stuff in it to keep you awake all night. Okay, I'm starting to question the white powder on the top there. No no no, don't question the white powder. It's just in lieu of milk, they have to make up with copious amounts of sugar. Right. Copious amounts of sugar. To the point that I can't eat The uh, sticky toffee pudding microwave thing that Morrisons do because it has 57% of your daily recommended sugar in a thing that is about this big.
1: I only ever eat it in Again, again, it's not a visual medium, but Darren's not describing something smaller than a Coke can, I would say. It's tiny, but I only eat it in dire circumstances.
0: If I'm watching a wrestling event and I have to make it to 4am, it is my go nuclear option. (laughs) I know that I will eat it, and I will see the end of WrestleMania, but I will also see in the next day till about 9am before I finally come off my sugar rush and go to bed. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm going to eat mine whilst... Um, yeah. well, what were your impressions of... Well, uh, You're eating, I'll give my it, it, impressions it, it,
1: I, first. I, I can... I can... I can Okay, well, um, what,
0: what do you think of... Was there a reason you hadn't seen episode two of Gotham yet, or...? Uh, I just haven't got round to it, basically. Okay, well, I've seen both episodes. This is rather stodgy, I do want to say, though. That. That's Okay. I mean, chocolate my... log is. Yeah, I but, know. But uh, it is, yeah. That in particular. Well, I've seen both episodes of Gotham. Yeah. I have many problems. It seems to be the general consensus that it's not quite hit the grain running and gone. No, it hasn't. The, the, force, the foreshadowed problem of they're trying to establish every single villain in the show immediately is... It's not as prevalent in the second episode as it is in the first one. Because in the first one you had... Poison Ivy, Riddler, Penguin, possibly Joker, um, Catwoman, Catwoman, Bruce. Okay, Bruce was understandable, but still, it's like they're planting far too many seeds. Yeah. Um, I think the worst part by far is um, Alfred Pennyworth, played mm. by what's his name? I just know him as the guy from Dog Soldiers, as I also didn't like. I hate that movie. Oh, I like that. Lent, it mean I hate that movie. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's far too cockney. Alfred's meant to be this refined, you know, British gentleman. Michael Caine is not exactly the most refined of people. No, but, but Michael, carries... Michael
1: Caine's an exception. He's a British institution. But, but he carries a type of stoic, kind of assuredness. If that's a word, I saw. Him, I always see Michael Caine as the stern grandfather. Is he'll tell you a story, but it will frighten the shit out of you. It's, it's, but
0: it carries silent authority. Whereas this guy is trying to be all like, oh, what the fuck are you doing here? I'll fucking cut you, etc. And that's not Alfred. <laughs> well, we've,
1: we've done well on the swearing embargo you can, already.
0: You can, can bleep me. I said fucking. Silent <laughs> <Slightly> better. <laughs> that's, that's not a swear. I'll say
1: fracking it's instead. It's like f- frack. Oh, <laughs> we've got a Guardian's reference. Excellent. I was thinking about fracking that they're doing in North. Okay. Oh, no, that's that's I'm an idiot. Sorry. Carry on.
0: Yeah, he's far too, like, like he just walked off the EastEnders set. He's give Danny Dyer a fist bump, and he's like, never really going to look after Bruce Wayne. And it's not good. But, yeah, he's... I kind of like Fish Mooney. That could be yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: maybe. Maybe.
0: I think Harvey Bullock could grow on me. I think the guy playing Jim Gordon is doing a good job, but he's also very
1: boring. Yes. But this... See, so the thing about Jim Gordon is... Especially the Gary Oldman Jim Gordon because I feel like that's where they're they're looking yeah what they're looking at to inspiration they're looking very Nolan but you, I can see that line of you know from A to B yeah I can that, see how that guy becomes that guy exactly that's why I like Jim Gordon but I don't like anybody else especially not Penguin really. no 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 it's, I was about to say there is one
0: redeeming feature of Gotham so far and he's Penguin I don't, Penguin I has don't been agree. really good watch episode two he gets better in episode two. He's just a vicious little man, and it's there is a theory going round that he's not actually Penguin,
1: he's actually the
0: Joker. That's crap.
1: But well, there, well, there being awful, that does seem like a bit stupid. He does look
0: more like Joker and act more like Joker than he does Penguin.
1: True. And but they've already set him up as Cobblepot, and therefore well, it the be theory a bit could be stupid. that he, he's going
0: to hire some like little fat kid and say, right, you pretend your name's um, Oswald Cobblepot, and you tell everybody your name is Oswald Cobblepot. And then if, you know, people say that Oswald Copperpot is back in town, they'll think it's you, keeps the heat off me. It was a very convoluted theory that had many holes, but it does make a bit more sense. He's kind of thin and not exactly short.
1: Anyway. Yeah, I have seen the picture where instead of the joke, I mean, instead of uh, the Penguin stuff, they have just sort of shopped the Joker. Yes. Makeup. And it works, but it's... it's... You, are you really not liking him? He's the no, only thing I really I mean, like. Uh, it's It's okay, but it's not... I'll put it this way, I thoroughly believe the Arkham games have therefore ruined anything that you can bring out to do with Batman now, because the Arkham games are perfection. Apart from Origins, they are perfection. Origins wasn't too bad, it was just,
0: it, it had the Phantom, or, or, it had Attack of the Clowns about it. Yeah. Like, it's a good movie, but it's not
1: nothing compared to its brothers. I know. I mean, the Asylum and City are some of the finest games and finest works of Batman I think I've ever seen, and they'll be hard-topped. Speaking mm-hmm. of Batman... Oh, no, wait. No, we need to finish the rest of the TV stuff Yeah, The Flash. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen
0: Flash yet. It starts next week over here. Excellent. Um, Arrow's also back next week.
1: We've already talked about my love of Arrow. Yes. That does not need to go documented again. Um, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure we've gushed a bit Arrow last episode as well. Uh, but, no, Arrow is good. It continued to get better. If it gets better this series, it will be one of the best things on TV. Have you caught up, Uh Like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm further through series two. I'm not all <laughs> the way to the end. <laughs> You don't even know. The, the episode uh, where there is a certain voice cameo has happened. Uh, so that's where yes, I am. I know which one
0: you're in. Okay. That one was great. And I Trust that. me, the thing about our season two to remember is that, with the exception of one, every episode that follows is better than the previous one. It ramps up It very, has very well. the most Pepsi Max-like climb. <laughs> there is one episode that kind of plateaus. It's not a bad episode, but you are just, like... Felt like you were spinning your wheels a little bit, but then at the end of that episode, it all of a sudden becomes amazing. You're like, "Oh my god, things have changed." Anyway, Flash, I'm not as optimistic about, especially now they've announced the movie. Yeah, we've not Grant Gustin in it.
1: Yes, I'm a
0: little bit worried about that's that. that's kind of cut the balls off that TV show two weeks into its run. Yeah,
1: it's just this is the thing. I don't know whether now this was a pretty. I don't know whether you could call it a news article, but it basically, one of the showrunners over at Warner Brothers, basically, it, it it's not really an announcement, and it's not really news, and it's kind of just feels like he's backpedalling for the entirety of Warner Brothers by saying, oh, no, I, I, I believe it to be that the whole, the movies and the TV shows exist in a multiverse, and there's nothing to say that we won't ever cross them over, but we never will. Nope, doesn't make sense. They no, could have a Green Arrow movie, they could. They could do a Green Arrow movie, but they'd have to cast a new Green Arrow.
0: No, no, it no, no, be no, the no,
1: They could do a movie off the back of the TV show,
0: but it just wouldn't fit into the DC canon they're about to set up, is what I'm saying. But the Flash, movie, the Flash TV show, especially, can't do that. Because now, there will essentially be two... They haven't announced which Flash it's going to be. They haven't, no. But there stands no, to reason which... there might be two Wally West running around. What is it with the quick guys in both Marvel and well, DC that they can't just what, have one of them? What do
1: you mean? I thought... I thought...
0: Oh, not Wally West. Uh, Barry Allen. Barry Allen. Sorry. I was going to say, they could do Wally West is what well, mm. I was going to say. Yeah, but two Barry Allens would make no sense whatsoever. It's just because he's so quick. They need to have two of them. That's what Marvel <laughs> did. And DC, that, DC just like, well, they had two quick guys. We need two quick guys. <laughs> Without
1: realising they're the same studio. <laughs> yeah. <It> was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, there was a... Co- oh,
0: oh. Well, somebody um. <laughs> brought up the point. I can't remember who said this, but it was a good point that made me think. The problem Marvel has is they have... Right, let's count them. How many movies have they got? They've got Ant-Man to feed Strange is about to start shooting, you've got Cap 3, presumably 4-3, Avengers 2, Avengers 3, Daredevil... Um, Luke Cage. Luke Cage, Ironfish, Jessica Jones, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Peggy Carter all to fit in one cohesive storyline. That's twelve properties that have to be managed by a single timeline so that everything runs concurrently and everything's smooth. DC is at least half that problem. They've still got a lot of movies that gotta play off one timeline, they've got a lot of TV shows that play off one time, but they haven't got a crossover. It does mean that they can kind of split production down the middle and say, Right, you have free reign to do whatever the hell you want in TV, you have free reign to do whatever they want in film, don't worry about continuity. I can see it being logistically better, but now that Marvel's proved, at least so far, that it can happen, because they got the S.H.I.E.L.D. and Captain America crossover to happen... Yeah, straight away. That was awesome.
1: So... And that's ironically when the series got good. So, I think if know.
0: that starts to fall apart and continuity becomes a problem because they're trying to spin too many plates, maybe we'll be seeing the DC's had a
1: Masterstroke, but... Oh, very quick side note. Have you seen the uh, costume reveal for Mockingbird for Agents of the S.H.I.E.L.D. series 2? Um... I believe I have, but I can't remember. It. Oh, well, Sand's mask—it is dead on. Anyway, we're not here to discuss Marvel. We are Back not no. Uh
0: Well, that's that's DC TV. Oh, Constantine. Have you watched Constantine? Not yet. Is I Constantine mean, out?
1: I, I don't. Didn't they like leak, quote unquote, uh, the first episode, and then just kind of like we're waiting for the okay to do more, and we're making more now. I think it was something like the pilot was. A test. I don't know. Something like that. Either way, the consensus has been. Oh no, no, that's what was going on. Uh, the plot lines, the plot threads, and the story threads they set up in the first episode, they decided to have a complete rewrite in the second episode. Kill off that character. That's what they did. That's I saw what that. They did. Wasn't it the actress wanting to drop out? Something. Uh, there was some huge change. I can't remember whether it was uh, like contractual obligations or whether the storylines just went eh, no, and then just. Decided they didn't want to do it. But either way, that's where Constantine lies. It's just, it's like, okay, we're ready to go. And now let's change everything. Like, hmm, What? Mm -hmm. So, not looking good on that front. Anyway. Now,
0: considering they now have a a, um, six-year plan, and yet they couldn't keep Constantine together for two episodes. Yeah. I'm starting to lose faith. (laughs) Slightly. I feel like we're missing a DC TV show. What um, What's the other one? There's
1: that one that hasn't come out yet, the zombie one. Eye like zombie, yes, I yes. zombie, yeah, which looks to be terrible. So, It's got the word zombie in the title. Yeah. I'm not into zombies. Even The Walking Dead didn't say The Walking Zombies. So you know. They also
0: don't bother putting zombies in the adverts anymore. Yeah. It is all people. I'm like, wasn't this a zombie show? Wasn't <laughs> this meant to be an apocalyptic end of the
1: world? And that's why people are meant to watch this. Esse- essentially, the zombies in The Walking Dead play the job of like Rumbelows doing the real world. They just come <laughs> in to just move everything along. Uh,
0: it's just, oh, uh, that. No, we're not getting into that TV show because, again, we'll be here for hours. Yeah. Of my disdain for that TV show.
1: But I'm, um... I'm aware you're not fond of it. So let's just move into the DC slate, the films that matter. So straight away, Dawn of Justice. Mm-hmm. Now, we already know that so many characters are being shoehorned into this movie. It's unbelievable. We know, confirmed, we have Henry Cavill coming back as uh, Superman. Superman. We've got um,
0: Batfleck. Batfleck. Have you seen his t-shirt where he just has Batfleck written on it? No. Team Batfleck, even. Oh, of course. In name. the bat symbol. He's embracing it. So I'm, I'm kind of liking it. Um, we have Amy Adams come back as Lois Lane. True. We have Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. We do. Um, who?
1: Oh, we have Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. We do. We do have um, Ray Fisher as Victor Stone, not yet Cyborg. Uh-huh. That's confirmed. Oh, Okay. Um, I... Now there is now. Now it comes to speculation that Jason Momoa will be shoehorned in as Aquaman. Aquaman, uh, and we'll also presumably have a cameo by Ezra Miller, who will later be the Flash. Mm-hmm. And that is your lineup. You don't have a Green Lantern yet. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> they've got yeah. to put some distance <laughs> they've got to I mean admittedly the great white hope that is Ryan Reynolds probably won't be coming back for that one I'm doubtful <laughs> no. it's not to say that he was a bad Green Lantern it's just that everything around him was
0: terrible he was Jim Carrey in a series of unfortunate events yes Jim Carrey was funny in that movie as he always is but that movie was terrible that also had Billy Condy in it how do you have the two funniest people ever to have lived on this earth and was still a bad movie I don't know and he had the girl from Sucker Punch, but before you were allowed to say she was hot.
1: Yeah, and before the leaks happened. But yeah, leaks. Yeah, she got what? she got Jennifer Lawrence. Did she? She did. Okay, Google's getting hit later. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, <that's laughs> <a> risky business. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: where were we? Uh, so yeah, we we, we there is a lot of speculation over um, Batman vs Superman. It has blinked first, by the way, because it was of course. A name, DC had the ballsy move of announcing it on the same day that Captain America 3 was going to drop yeah we all thought Marvel would be the first to blink because you thought as much as Captain America Winter Soldier was awesome you're going up against Batman vs
1: Superman this, this was prior to Winter Soldier coming out though wasn't it yes it was I and we were just it. kind of like oh well we know who's going to win that weekend and then Winter Soldier came out and everybody loved Captain America again it was a question of like,
0: well, do they move it because surely you want to have them on separate weekends just so you can have all of the money it just seems like pointless, you know, dick
1: measuring contest to have them on the same day. But to put to put it into perspective, Iron Man, the original Iron Man movie moved forward two weeks. Um, was it two weeks or three weeks? Because Grand Theft Auto 4 was coming out. Smart. Exactly. It then, then proceeded to
0: make all of the money. Exactly, you don't. It's just a dick-measuring contest that neither... That just means that less money for both sides. Eventually, DC did blink first, because maybe they got wind of what happened to Captain America 3. Yeah, yeah. That they brought in the R, RDJ to come and sort things out there. So it's now moved backwards to March. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes, it, but then... Well, it was originally slated for next year. It was going to come out when Avengers was, but um, either they decided to delay it to avoid avengers or they couldn't get their ducks in line quick enough well, to get it logic
1: dictates that they moved it because of avengers but since we haven't got we literally all the information about green lantern we will come to it later is just that it's happening green lantern green lantern oh sorry yes green yeah we don't have an actor we don't have a director we don't have that's Jack. going to,
0: that's going to become a theme
1: yes it is it is going to become a theme however like the the set reports of characters being name dropped and people showing up are just left, right, and yeah. centre. This this movie is not exactly... Did you hear the Carrie Kelly Yes, leak?
0: I did hear that. Apparently, they're going to have Carrie Kelly, who was robbing in um, uh, Dark Knight Returns. Returns and then, uh, well, we all Dark... know that it's, Zack Snyder's dropped it several times that Dark Knight Returns is a very
1: heavy influence on this movie. Which it already is a big warning sign that it might suck. Because, I mean, <laughs> as influential as, uh, as Frank Miller is, yes. I do want to point out... That he's not gospel when it comes to Batman. He really isn't.
0: This is the man
1: who wrote the line, Batman, talking to Robin. What are you, dense? Are you retarded or something? I'm the goddamn Batman.
0: Yeah, he's not as hallowed as I thought from the outside looking in. But the bigger problem lies in that story, is not so much with Batman, it's just that you can tell Frank Miller really doesn't like Superman.
1: Or any, or any I share security. the
0: sentiment, but I don't write the comic books we a living. So, you know, maybe it's not best to put Superman in a book where the guy...
1: Oh, yeah, where, where Superman is the, the president's the, the, the president's he bulldog. He is, he's, he's a st- pet. But,
0: now, this is going to be a recurring theme again, is that it's kind of the in-thing to rag on this movie and think it's going to be bad. No, but...
1: th- What I'm saying is nobody wants this film to be no. bad. People have wanted a Batman-Superman... Um, well I won't say a versus it's now a versus movie people have wanted a team up or a world's finest movie for years yep and now it's kind of like we've got we're now in the right state of mind where DC can come out can pump money into this movie and make it as good as it can be but we're going to ruin it by basing it on Frank Miller's work see again that's where I stand but
0: again We have not seen a single frame of film on this movie. We don't know how heavy the influence is. Now, opening, announcing the film with a quote from the book probably gives away that it's got at least a little bit of an influence. And and, and it's the quote from the end of Tarnoff Returns after the punch But anybody who's read that book knows it can't be a direct adaptation because then you'd have to immediately kill off Batman, but not really. And immediately make Batman beat up Superman, which ain't going to happen. And it also doesn't... It features, like... Who else is in that? Green Arrow's in that story with one arm. Yep. But nobody else in the Justice League is, I think. Wonder Woman isn't.
1: No, Wonder Woman's not in that. Aquaman Um, isn't.
0: Green Lantern isn't. Nope. So... Just by proxy of them being there, it's not going to be a direct...
1: obviously, in the same vein that Age of Ultron is not going to be based off the comics Age of Ultron. That's probably for the better. But this film... Do you actually like comic books? (laughs) Yes. You just keep
0: saying everything's terrible.
1: (laughs) I I do think that that, that comic books have been better. I I do think the current climate is more towards, how can we make it look like the film? And therefore screwing it up.
0: Well, the films are making a lot of money. Yes, I understand and like, that. And as I seem to explain to you in every podcast, money is the be all and end all. The money is all. So if they're making money,
1: they want to make it cross appeal. True, but the writing talent is okay. just being squandered. Okay. But okay. enough about my personal grabs about the current state of the comic industry. Okay. We need to talk about the movies. We
0: do. Well, okay. Let's 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 address the the biggest question: Do we like Ben Affleck as Batman? without seeing anything of him. Do were you one of the people that were like this is the worst thing that has ever happened or were you part of the Did you see
1: Argo? Have you seen Argo? You should see Argo. I like Argo, but I wasn't in, I wasn't immediately praising him. What I I had to I put it like this, when Peter Capaldi was cast as the Doctor. People were like, "Oh my God, he's too old to play the Doctor." Mm-hmm. He was the Doctor for five seconds on TV, where he did nothing but look into the camera, and people were like, "Best Doctor ever." But about you should not trust the public. No, you should not trust their response to anything because they will instantly hate it. Yes. What I'm saying is, we'll give give Affleck a chance. Um, he's well. Let's put it this way: the Nolan trilogy's Batman still wasn't the strongest Batman. That was admittedly a much better Bruce Wayne movie than it was yes, ever a exactly. Batman movie. It's yeah. a better villain and Bruce Wayne movie than a Batman movie. Yes. I still hold it that Keaton's the best Batman, That's, but that's just my... I I, I, if we're talking about other performances, Kevin Conroy is also awesome. But the, the good thing about Batman is that you can play it in different ways. Now, Keaton's Batman, quite suave. His Bruce Wayne wasn't the strongest, though. And it will be interesting to see... I don't see Affleck as Bruce Wayne. I see him as Batman. I mean he you, is big. He's built. He has put
0: some weight on, exactly. man. He's in that suit and that thing is skin tight and he still looks
1: huge. I know, yeah. And the whole, I mean the from the, you know, cuz the cowl obviously covers up to the nose yes. and it he looks the part. He looks like a grizzled not 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 war-torn. What am I saying, battle-hardened Batman. Yes. And that's awesome because that's kind of what you got in the Arkham games. Batman was a little bit more Chiseled grizzled. And, and grizzled. He had stubble. He did have stubble, and he was a little bit more. I, I've done this kind of stuff before. It wasn't like Batman Begins, where he has to learn how to do this stuff. Yes, and
0: and I think for this type of movie, going up against essentially Space Jesus, he has to be. There is nothing you can do to me. It hasn't already happened. That I can't outthink you, outsmart you, and beat you. That's what you need for this Batman. You can't have. Batman learning the ropes, which is why I think it was a very good choice. It wasn't the one that immediately sprung to mind, admittedly. But once they said it's going to be loosely based or at least have themes of the Dark Knight Returns, I thought that is a very good choice. You can't go as old as they did in Dark Knight Returns because in that he's like 60 years old. But again, I was part of the, did you see Argo? You should see Argo. And in that one he does kind of bring authority.
1: Yeah. So certainly, his 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 range as an actor has improved improved, and the gravitas he yes, brings. This is, what, this is the thing. Everyone just
0: reverts back to two thousand and four Ben Affleck in Daredevil. That was ten years ago. Yeah. He's put he's put a lot of work into getting better. He kind of knew he was a joke, and now he's going away. I'm not saying he's a like you know a upper echelon actor. He's not like a Jack Nicholson. I don't like Jack Really? Um, yeah, I don't like Jack You're weird. Right, I'm thinking. Okay, in terms of modern day, he's yeah. not like Leo. Yeah, okay, He's not, enough, he's not yeah. up there, but he's getting there. Argo was really good. <laughs> Have you seen Argo? You should see Argo? <laughs> Actually, I mean,
1: he's as a, as a man just in film. I mean, The Town. He directed The Town. That was a great movie. Mm-hmm. So he's a man who understands action. He's a man who can. I mean, can adapt to understand these characters and Batman. <laughs> What? Sorry, just this yeah. This go, short, on,
0: just, go on. I meant to ask you a second ago. Why don't you think he'll be a good Bruce Wayne? He's a good-looking, suave man who can pull off a suit. That's all you need.
1: Yes, but good-looking, suave man who can pull off a suit ranges for anywhere between Ryan Reynolds and Michael Bublé. Okay, so, okay. You know.
0: you saw. Um, I'm fucking Matt Damon, right? And then later, and I'm, then I'm, I'm fucking, fucking Ben Affleck. Affleck. Yeah. That's the that's suave, <laughs> sophisticated, playboy Ben Affleck at his best. I can't believe I'm using this as a justification for him playing Batman. But wow, you'll follow my train of logic. Um, I we kind of need to wrap this up because again, we have nothing to guard. This is pure speculation. True. I think he's going to be good. And let me put it this way: he's not the one I'm most worried about. No, I think we share the sentiment that we're most worried about. Should we about say it at the right? Fra- who? Say what? I thought I was going to say it at the same time. Okay, we
1: we're most worried about... Gal Gadot. Okay. Yep. Yep. I, I thought you said best. Jesse eyes <laughs> Jesse <laughs> <laughs> we'll come to him. Lawrence
0: Fishburne. <laughs> he wasn't a good... Percy White? Perry White. Perry White. Close. <laughs> Percy White. <laughs> <laughs> Amy McAdams. <laughs> she was not brown-haired. <laughs> Amy McAdams? That's her name, isn't it? Amy Adams. Who am I thinking? Oh, I've confused her with McGowan, haven't I? Yes. Uh. Wrong.
1: <laughs> not only have you confused yourself i just confused by only you just throwing water over my Oh no, not my motor neurons <laughs> <laughs> um, right,
0: I should introduce an item before I walk off to your to tea towel Sure uh, well, So why are we worried about Gal
1: Gadot? Where would you like to start? Our reasons to be worried about Gal Gadot Where do we start? We start with the obvious one Is that she's I mean just look I mean I don't want to be the one to say Just look at her But just look at her She's not built enough to be Wonder Woman, and I know we shouldn't be shaming her just purely on looks, and maybe she is, you know, the all-encapsulating vision of Wonder Woman, but in experience, in the comics, Amazonians are built to shit, and she's very scrawny, and... I mean, she looks... I mean, the armour, the costume that was revealed at Comic-Con... Looks great, and Very I good. think that looks fantastic. I just think it would look better on a woman who looks like she's actually fought the armies of hell.
0: Yep, I do admit that casting the third lead in a Fast and the Furious movie, bold
1: choice, was was out of left field. Yes, but we also ca- <laughs> uh, cast the lead of the Fast and Furious movie as a talking tree. So yep. who are we to judge? I know. I
0: I do share your sentiments that she's just not big enough, you have to believe that this is a woman who can punch Superman in the face and it will hurt him. Now, CGI can do a lot, but there's only so
1: much... In a Warner Brothers, well, Warner Brothers movie, not enough, because we all knew that that mask wasn't real. Oh, oh, oh now you're remembering oh, it. Oh, that suit. So... Now you're remembering Parallax's weird uh. head.
0: <laughs> oh, that movie. We can touch that movie later. Yes. We're going to have fun with that movie. Of course. Because that's, in fact, just quickly... The Green Lantern movie in and of itself is the thing that worries me most about all of DC.
1: Yeah. But,
0: again, we can get to that later. Yes, she CGI can do so much, but you kind of have to meet us halfway. Yeah. Because I believe, even though I don't think he's a great actor, I believe Henry Cavill as Superman. He looks the part. He's got the square jaw. Massive. He looks like Superman. Yeah. Same thing with Ben Affleck. We've only seen him in still photos. But, again, in those still photos... You weren't thinking who's this scrawny guy running around as Batman? He's bigger than um, Bale ever was. He's bigger. He's probably actually the biggest Batman. I, can't, I don't think probably, anybody probably. was. Probably.
1: I don't think. I can't. I think Valkyrie was probably the biggest before him.
0: All of them were kind of built for speed more so than. Yeah, Clooney's, Clooney's definitely. Clooney was not built. No, they're all built for speed. Whereas he just looks like he's Dark Knight Returns Batman. He's yeah, not yeah. into the flips and stuff anymore. He's just going to like ram rage you essentially. So. I, again, I know every time Wonder Woman is brought up, I talk about Gina Carano, but Gina Carano bears mentioning every time because she's perfect. Um, okay, then. Well, we have to address the other problem that everyone has, which is Jesse Eisenberg as, as Lex Luthor. a very alternative take on Lex Luthor. At least from the outside looking in, it looks that way. The social Lex work, if you will. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that one. Um, have we seen any leaked pictures of him at all? Because I haven't seen anything of just not Arnold, a sausage. But. Because I want to see the tattoo. Yes. That they're going to have. Not only is he going to be scrawny and presumably not
1: bald. It's it, it it wouldn't suit him. It would it it really wouldn't. He's going to have to. I I'm I'm thinking sha- buzz, shaved hair, buzz cut, buzz cut. Okay. I'm thinking. That. What is it
0: with Lex Luthor and people just refusing to go bald? Because famously, Gene Hackman was always like, "No, I'm going to have hair." Did it Spacey was a wee- went
1: bald? Actually, Spacey was already bald at the time, wasn't it?
0: Yes, Spacey did go bald in... Uh, Returns. Yes. I haven't seen that. Terrible. I heard. They they denied me a Brian Singer X-Men 3 for that piece yeah. of crap. Yep. Um, but, I, again, they seem to be going very alternative. They cast a skinny Wonder Woman, a short and young Lex Luthor... <laughs> hipster Lex. A hipster Lex, and an old Batman... It's like it's like they're trying to beat Marvel by being different, but
1: they're being different in the wrong areas. It's like, do you think do you think the entire maybe it was gonna be like uh, the it was gonna be like the live action League of Super Friends, and then and then just like they're all sat around the table, dead silence as the, uh, as, the as the room falls to, to a hush, and then just suddenly slides a picture of a Rocket Raccoon across the table, and then oh. the guy the guy at the head of the table just goes. Far me, more than likely. I can't imagine there were
0: many, you know, impressed heads. In the words of Nick Mundy, <laughs> "We can't do Wonder Woman; they're doing a movie about a talking raccoon." <laughs> um, anyway, well, it's like do you know what this is. This is Kanye West trying to figure out if he's a gay fish. <laughs> he's literally got a whiteboard of like, right? this is what Marvel are doing? Like, they're doing everything strictly to the comic book law, so let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> They've cast, you know, their equivalent of Batman, Captain America, as a in the prime of his life a, an eight-year-old who looks and fights like a twenty-year-old. So let's do the same, but we'll make him look like an eight year old and also fight like an eighty year old. That makes sense, yes, let's do that. <laughs> um you know, it, it seems like they're just it's opposite day at the DC Writing Office. Like <laughs> yeah. we have to be different. And, yes, you do have to be different, which is, again, an overarching thing about all of this slate. They do have to be different, because if they do the same, they're just going to be called out for it. Yeah. But be different in areas where you can afford to be different. Tone. DC's always been darker. Be more grandiose, because they've always had more um, ethereal superheroes that you can't strictly relate to. You can't relate to Batman. He's a billionaire psychopath. You've got a god, a woman made of clay, a billionaire psychopath, the fastest man alive, and a space cop. Yeah, essentially. You can't. You can't. A woman made of clay. <laughs> Wonder Woman. I know. But I'm just saying. Clay. You can't, is bad. Anyway. You can't. You can't relate to those as easily as you can to, you know, I know it's stretching it a little bit, but Captain America and Iron Man seem like real world people play to that strength, make them super superheroes, make them effer real, make them larger than life, be darker, but do so playing to your strengths don't cast Lex Luthor as a hipster, okay if it works in the context of the movie, which again we don't know, it might be a fantastic choice it might be Heath Ledger all over again but don't do it just for the sake of being different which is what I'm worried they're doing
1: yeah no, I, yeah, I pretty no, I do. I just agree wholeheartedly. It's just DC are just firmly sat in the gritty camp, and like Man of Steel have, has done nothing to help them out of that of that thing. I mean, all of the uh, the the highly religious symbolism is like we have to make this real and gritty and American, and then you got Captain Captain America on the other side of the fence, cool. you know, punching Hitler in the face, which is great. Um, and that's just going to carry over to all the movies. So, that aside, mm-hmm. do we think that it's going to be a good a good Superman film? I think it probably will be. Do we think it's going to be a good Batman film? I think it probably will be. Do I think it's going to be in, a good a, movie? A good movie, full stop. I have my doubts because it's got a. Okay. It's trying to do five movies worth of work in what will us probably succumb to about a two-hour movie.
0: Another op- uh, another example of opposites day. Marvel had all of their single singular movies leading into the team up, yeah. so we have to have the team up leading to the singular movies. Yeah,
1: it's like, like it's like like so let's not see how all of these guys can uh, fight solo and then think about how they will work together. Let's show them how they're going to work together and then figure out what the hell they're and doing then on the road. Scale own.
0: them down, yeah. to fight lesser people in the sequels. That's just
1: not how you do things. It's like if they're going to do like Dawn of Justice and Justice League and they're going to be fighting big bads. I mean, like the Avengers have had Loki and Ultron, mm-hmm. two villains which need multiple heroes to take them down. Yep. These guys are going to go from nobodies to holy crap, save the world to I can probably take this guy. There's no peril. But it's, it's a, here of a peril. Thing.
0: It's not like this is actually the team up movie. This is the prerequisite. This is the entrance exam to get to the actual team up movie that happens two years later. So this is like uh, this is like a teaser trailer for that movie. A two-hour teaser yeah, that's trailer. That's essentially what it is. So right to put it into the same context that you did. Do I think it's going to be a good Superman movie? No, and I say that for two reasons. One, okay. I'm not a superhero. I'm not a Superman guy at all. He's probably one of my least favorite superheroes, immediately. So I, will I enjoy it personally on a Superman level? Probably not, but that's just my personal thing. But also, I think the inclusion of Batman, and Batman being the Spider-Man of the DC Universe, is going to be heavily slanted in his favour. They will make, they have to make Superman look bad to even make it an even playing field. True. So do I therefore make things going to be a good Batman movie? Yes, I do. Will it be a stupid Batman movie? Yes, it will be. <laughs> because any movie where Batman can stand so-to-so with Superman is stupid. True. And do I think it's going to be a good overall movie? It has potential, just because I haven't seen anything that makes me definitively think this is going to be bad. But I'm uns- I'm unsure. Compared to some of the other ones coming up, that I think could actually be quite good. All right, we need to
1: move on. We do. Uh, so the next movie on the slate, due to be released, uh, ne- no, sorry, 2016. So same year mm-hmm. as Batman vs Superman is the Suicide Squad. Yep. Now this came out of nowhere. Literally, there was a rumor, and then two weeks later, it was announced. Mm-hmm. It was—it's probably one of the quickest turnarounds in comic book history I've ever seen. Now, presumably, it's not going to be based on the new Suicide Squad, which is uh, the the roster for the new Fifty Two Suicide Squad was Black Manta, Deadshot, Deathstroke, Harley Quinn, and Joker's daughter. Right, unlikely, unlikely to to say very, the least. very unlikely. Now, is it going to be based off, say? The original, the Silver Age, again, probably not. I think we can pretty much bank on Deadshot. Yeah, Deadshot will probably be in this team. Um, but that's really I i be the first one to put my hands up and say I'm not a Suicide Squad aficionado. Mm-hmm. It's not something I've come into contact with. No. Nope. Um, I do know that like it's it is essentially the villain's time to shine. It is. It's the, the Venom movie. It's the Sinister Six. It is the Sinister Six. Yes. Um, and it does feel a lot like they're making a movie with all the villains. God damn it! Copy it. We want the
0: money as well. Coincidentally, coming out in the same year as um, Sin Six was intended to come out. It, it. is, yes. Um, but I just but I they, don't I don't see it well, happening. We've seen it already in Arrow. They had um, <laughs> spoiler alert. They had a Suicide Squad turn up in the second season. It was comprised of Diggle. Um... Uh, Deadshot, Bronze Tiger, The Guy Who Made Bombs. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure <laughs> that, that, that wasn't was... <laughs> his name. If,
0: if they, you, just, you the pl- apply who... that
1: to other superheroes? The Man Who Dressed Up Like a Bat. <laughs> <laughs> the Man <laughs> Who Was Super. <laughs> the Wonder. The Wondrous Woman. But, uh, I, I literally the can't. Man Who Was Holding a Lantern I of the Colour think... Green. <laughs>
0: I don't think he had a name. He didn't have a superhero name. He was just the guy who planted bombs a lot. And who else was in that? There was somebody else. Who am I getting Well, there was the voice cameo, presumably. There was the voice cameo of Ritter- Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, yes. But, so, when I th- so that was what Arrow did. Obviously, we now know that this, they are two completely separate
1: universes. That's not going to be anything to do with the movieverse. Which means they've got free reign to do another version yeah. of of Deathstroke, of Deathshot, um, and it could be good. So yeah, that would be my thinking. You've Deathstroke, Deathshot, and Harley
0: Quinn. I think are nailed on of the three of those. That maybe I waver on. It'd be Deathstroke, just because he was so prominently featured in Arrow True. season, yeah, both seasons actually. But as we but know, this
1: is not bothering them.
0: I know, but it's like if it. There's many villains in Green Arrow that turned up once and went away, that they could bring into the Suicide Squad. But Deathstroke being so well thought of and well received, I hmm. would I like to see him in a in a Suicide Squad movie? Yeah, because he was a really good character, but there's no guaranteeing you would hit the nail on the head again. But those are the three I'd think were nailed on. Yeah,
1: Deadshot is, in my opinion, yeah, the one Deadshot that is, is, is yeah. going to happen mm-hmm. 100%. I think Harley Quinn's got the potential to be in it more than Deathstroke. I think you're right. Mainly because we've had the rumours come out that uh, Margot Robbie, who you'll remember from The Wolf of Wall Street as Leonardo DiCaprio's hot wife, um, is Ooh. is in talks, possibly, yeah. to be playing a character in that movie, and Harley seems to fit. Well,
0: I think she's the most nailed on, because they're never going to get around to put her in a Batman movie. No. Especially since the Joker's going to be very, very... Very
1: difficult to touch, and then, any time. I think of. the Joker's is going to be very absent until the solo Batman movie.
0: I don't even think he'll be there. Wow! Because okay. I think that's just too.
1: Who?
0: That is the most unenviable job in Hollywood. I know. But, Whoever's got to play the Joker next? But
1: in all fairness, let's not let's not forget that that movie came out in two thousand and eight. By the time we get to the new Batman movie, it will be post two thousand and twenty. Good point. Okay, but still. It's still not... It's, unenviable. You know, it, it's it's big shoes to fill, So, admittedly.
0: that's why I think a tweaked version of Harley Quinn, because obviously she's not going to be able to be in love with the joke or anything, I think she's guaranteed. Still have her she's nutty. got a lot of fan appeal. They need fan appeal people for something that isn't a, an A-rated title. It's something of a B-list title. So, I think Harley Quinn and Deadshot, definitely Deathstroke. I'm, I'm on the fence, but I'm even
1: towards yes. And I still think that Suicide Squad is going to be a big risk, because we all know what happened when... Uh, the last time the DC gathered together a ragtag bunch of delinquents, it was called The Losers and it was awful. As we discussed last episode. Oh yes, I keep forgetting about that movie. How did that movie fail? How did it fail? Look, we discussed this last time. I you, know, Jeffrey I anymore. know, I'm just... Anyway, <laughs> hey. we digress. It couldn't get it right. Okay. But uh, David Ayer will be
0: the director now, now, for that. We don't know any casting, obviously. Obviously. But... The, the names that are being bandied about are kind of unbelievable. Yeah. Considering the level of movie this is, the people that are mentioned are mind-blowing. Yeah, Will Smith was one of them. Will Smith. Now, admittedly, he hasn't launched a big movie recently. He's going through a bit of a Johnny Depp stage, uh, as we mentioned, the Marvel thing. True. That After Earth didn't do well. Um. What else has he been in recently? In fact, the best movie he's been in, in a while was Anchorman 2. <laughs> yes. And he turns up in the fight at that the end. That was excellent. Um, but, okay, and the other name being bandied about, even more interesting for other reasons, is Tom Hardy.
1: I don't see it happening. I don't... I really don't see that happening. I, th- I believe it to be the situation that Hardy's been approached, not Hardy approached them. Because the dude will be forever known as Bane yes. you know? now. Nobody expected Bane to be such a runaway character and then we saw him. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, excellent. That's not something he's gonna be able to shake off very. This easily. isn't
0: a human torch situation. No, it isn't. Chris Evans quickly got over the human torch and became Captain America. Whereas Bane kind of hit more of a chord than the human torch ever did. Yeah. So yes, it's that's going to be difficult. But let's just talk about let's just consider the fact. There is no smoke without fire, usually. Usually. So Will Smith may have been approached. My question is: If you can get Will Smith, one of the biggest actors in the world, why would you put him in your B-list movie? Why not put him as? Why can he be? Okay, he couldn't be cyborg. He's meant to be a teenager. I grant you that. But um, would you not want to see not Carl Reiner? What's his name? John Stewart. Will Smith as John Stewart back uh, as John Stewart Green Lantern. Be interesting. You wanna load up you've gotta go against Marvel, you've gotta load it up somehow. True. I don't put Will Smith in the Beatlist movie. No. I find a place for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's a little bit too good to be true, I believe. They could be speaking to him in all good you know, good faith think they're gonna get him, but that just seems odd. I don't think Will Smith would want to be in the Beatles movie. He'd want to be starring and Suicide Squad is definitely going to be a here's what else is happening away from the main squad i don't expect any of them to turn up in justice league etc etc etc
1: now admittedly um I, I know it's very unprofessional to be reading articles whilst in the middle of a podcast but yeah. i'm just i'm looking at what the the rumored uh full lineup is for mm-hmm. suicide squad the the rumored lineup is deadshot uh digger as captain boomerang which would be weird um who else we've got uh vixen not sure who that is. don't they? know who that is. Blockbuster, Mindboggler, uh, Jack Lee, and Multiplex and Harley Quinn. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Now, the ones I can see out of that list, the ones I can see going in Deadshot, obviously we've discussed, is, yep. is a done deal. Oh, De- um, Deathstroke, I think, has been mentioned as well, but we'll come back to that. Really, Captain Boomerang? Digger is, digger is Captain Boomerang. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, I
0: seem to remember there is a Spider-Man villain that also uses Boomerangs. I may have made that up.
1: You might have made that up. Um, so the ones the ones that I know out of those, um, Multiplex is one I know. He's basically multiple man from Marvel. Right. He's the, the guy who can just clone himself multiple times over. I think that's got a chance. I think that might work. Yep. M- Mind Boggler is a bit weird. Mind Boggler? Mind Boggler. Uh, descri- described here as a punk rock telepath.
0: Oh, oh. God, no. Yeah, obviously. The- Not
1: punk. I know. Then there's Jacqueline, um, who is essentially a budget flash <laughs> blockbuster. Who's a budget juggernaut, um, and then obviously Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie, looking to be happening mm-hmm. more than anything else. Okay. Um, I'm I'm not confident in that team, considering that the only the only mention of Vixen is that he's a, is that he's African. That's it. He. Th- that is it. Oh, sorry, she's African.
0: Okay. <laughs> that could have got weird. No, no. Um, well, again, it's hard for us to speculate because the Suicide Squad has traditionally been made up of one or two not big-name villains. You never get the Joker or, or no. Two-Face in there. But you'll get B-level villains, like one or two of them, and then a lot of C-list expendable um, people. So these names, I have, no, I have no recollection of any of these people. That's fine because, as we know, it's going to be about... Harley Quinn, Deadshot and Deathstroke, if anything. Yeah. So, that's cool. Again, that's all we can kind of yeah. <laughs> contribute because we don't know much about the Suicide Squad. However, we can talk about Wonder Woman. We can. She's much better known. They have much more riding on Wonder Woman. And, <laughs> and
1: it is, let's be fair, it is the shots fired movie. It is yes. your move, Marvel. We've got to the uh, the standalone female superhero movie first
0: here's where Opposite Day worked out better for them yeah. they haven't got a female movie we have Wonder Woman we should have put Wonder Woman into pr- practice a long time ago well, but we tried it didn't work basically yeah. but we gain reign to it now hands to be
1: darkened oh good god we
0: gain reign to it now and awesome fantastic we're going to have a female led superhero movie we can finally Sebastian the question if it's going to happen we can finally see it happen But then the question is if it's going to be good.
1: Yeah. There's a lot riding on this movie. well and good to have this be a thing. It's another matter entirely for it to be a good movie. Yeah. Has there been good Wonder Woman stories? Yes. Have there been bad Wonder Woman stories? Yes. There definitely has been bad ones. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, nothing other than Gal Gadot is is your leading lady has been said about this. No director, no writer, no basis for the story. Um what we can assume is that we'll probably get um, sort of like more of the mythical background, hopefully. So less of the um, oh god, what's a what's a um, human name, Diana, uh, Diana Prince, Diana Prince. Less Diana Prince, more of the Amazonian. Themyscira, yeah, Themyscira, stabbing, yeah, more of that basically, uh, and more of mm. of the Amazonian because that would be great. No,
0: the problem with that is twofold. One, budget. Femascare is going to be very expensive to build and maintain and filming. Counterpoint Asgard.
1: Yes, but they don't spend a hell of a lot of time in Asgard. In the first one, they did, and in the second one, even more so. I, I, oh, actually, I, no. I would say that the, the two standalone Thor movies did a lot more. Okay, maybe not the first one, thinking about it, because it was mainly used for. Now we need to set, set up some more stuff with Loki. But Thor two was no, let, no, let's no. jaunt around the nine realms, and well Asgard done. was a lot of time. Okay, and I'll give you that one, but.
0: Kent, point number two: There's already been shots of her in a in a suit. Meeting. Yeah, so it's very much homing so, in on Diana Prince. So you'd think it's going to be a not official. However, of that, is,
1: that however that is for Dawn, that is not for the standalone. It's not. It, it's not completely impossible to have Diana Prince to be introduced in Dawn of Justice, although we now know Wonder but Woman. What, is exactly, as well. Why would they put a shot of her in the suit? But it, we don't necessarily have to explore. You know. We don't necessarily have
0: to set Wonder Woman after Batman vs Superman. It could be a prequel. Ooh. No, but but think. Yeah, it, no, it works. A lot it of, works. But a still. lot of explanation has to go into Wonder Woman. True. She's not somebody you can explain in a paragraph. So to have her there and be this mysterious woman, who Superman and Batman are not quite, you know, fully aware of and sure of. And then go back and do a prequel movie. That could work. That sets up Femascara a lot easier. True. It also sets up why she feels the need to then become a human. You can exp- well, act as that a human. A, um, yeah. I think, accidentally, I've come up with a good idea there. Just do it as a prequel. Explain her. Have it be, in, have it be prominent in Batman v Superman and then do the prequel movie. True.
1: Again, but again, did we go back to the, the board that is opposite day and go, they had a cohesive timeline that went A to B. Let's have a timeline that skips back and forth all the time. Are we going to have that? A very good point, but I think. Hmm. That is a very good point. How do we get around that with good argument? Give me a moment. Let me think. <laughs> well, Ooh. also thinking about that, again, not much more we can say about Wonder Woman, so let's start talking about when we're going to have the team up with Affleck Cavill, Amy Adams, Gal Gadot, Zack Snyder directing Justice League Part 1. Now, this is the big thing mm-hmm. that it is. What was what was just referred to as the Justice League movie that's happening in twenty seventeen is now the Justice League Part One. Now, something we haven't touched on
0: yet that bears much as much us talking about is Zack Snyder, because he. I don't think s- we need to
1: talk much about him. No, no,
0: no, no, we do. We do because he is the thing with Marvel outside of Joss Whedon. Because Joss Whedon only came on for the Avengers. He had nothing to do. I think he had a slight hand in something that happened in Thor. Yes, it was Thor, wasn't it? Yep. Yes, 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 yes. So he didn't have a hand in building up to the Avengers. He just took the reins from there. And he's kind of done S.H.I.E.L.D. But again, they've kind of...
1: But but, but Whedon's been a creative... we all, uh, there. Weedon and Feige have been creative consultants on every Marvel movie since. Yes. So they
0: invite him into the fold. The difference here is Zack Snyder has been there from day one. Is he the man you want to trust with your with your single most important set of films Warner Brothers are ever going to make? They have not have a series of movies on their hands. Wait, did they do Harry Potter?
1: Warner Brothers yeah,
0: they did yeah did. okay Harry Potter was equally as important but they knew that was going to make money it was guaranteed even if the movies were bad they were they were going to make money this big they have direct competition they have somebody that if they fail will capitalize and take all their money is Zack Snyder the type of man you want in charge of that given his
1: at best patchy history short answer no obviously well, I don't think there's a single person in this concerned circle of people that go, "I 100 percent Z- trust Zack Snyder to come up with the best Justice League were movie." It's like, hey, oh. a circle. No, you know what we I mean. It can
0: only be a line. <laughs> we, can't be, we can perhaps construct a square with our arms. Yeah. There we are. But We can't be a circle. Um, well, okay. Let's let's just count off some Zack Snyder movies and figure out what side we lean on. Sure. Three hundred. I adore that movie. I like three hundred. Freaking love. I prefer it to Gladiator. Wow. I okay. Wow. I get Gladiator is a great movie, but it's not exactly a fun time for all. No. Whereas three hundred is a two hours. It's like, okay, this is, Gladiator is watching a very serious and well out Shakespearean play, whereas three hundred is a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> I know which one I want to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, Watchmen. I like Watchmen. Watchmen is divisive. I still liked it, though. I like Watchmen. You've still yet to lend me
1: the director's cut. Oh, God, yeah. I'll I want that. to watch that. I um, the Guardians of Ghoul.
0: <laughs> Awful.
1: But, well, people... I People enjoyed it. it, and I can see why it's not my bag. There was some... No one can take away that Zack Snyder is not a fantastic visual director. Yes, if he was a... If he there was director some... of photography on every movie, I'd be like, fantastic. It will at least look excellent. There are some shots in that
0: movie that are... Unreal. Now, all three of those are adaptations. We then have to address Sucker Punch, which is what happens when you give Zack Ryder the pen.
1: (laughs) No, when you give Zack Snyder and his wife the pen. So not only did he uh, screw it up by himself, he got his wife to screw it up with him. Join in. Yeah,
0: the Sucker Punch is one of the worst
1: movies. It's a train wreck. Such
0: an awful, awful. Awful, disastrous, terrible plot, holy film. The, o-
1: the only movie that can suggest that strip-teasing is the same as Slaying Dragons.
0: This is the thing. You write, you write that film down on paper and it sounds like the greatest 14-year-old boy wet dream you've ever
1: heard. It's like, right, we're going to have... No, what med- it also sounds like. It sounds like the troubling first interview at a rehab clinic.
0: <laughs> That's what basically that film was. Yeah. <laughs> the rehab clinic for many people, yeah. Women stripping all the time giant robots, we're going to fight the Nazis, we're going to fight dragons, all done by semi-naked women. Yeah. Five of them. with Five of them Across with Across the board in terms of ethnicity, size, the work. We've covered every single base teenage boys we want and it was still bad. Yep. This proves when given the full toy set, Zack Snyder isn't necessarily yeah. the best. Rigidly structured things that he's got to adapt, he can do. Which is why maybe he's skewed towards adapting... However, loosely, the Dark Knight Returns, because that's what he knows he's good at. He could probably do a really good Dark Knight Returns movie, but then he's now got to craft a new original Justice League movie. Yes. That's where my doubt starts to come in. I don't wish to doubt him, because as we've counted up, I like three Zack Snyder movies and only dislike one. I can't think of anything else he's done. He did a horror movie. What was that?
1: Oh, um, I can't. Was it House of the
0: Thousand Corpses?
1: No, that was Rob Zombie. Um, yes, that was Rob Zombie. I am going to quickly, very unprofessionally, very, very quickly. You have looked at Zack Snyder movies, his, and I'll uh, keep talking. Um, yeah, sure.
0: See, so when given the full playbook to work with, he hasn't. He was, we only have Sucker Punch to go off, and that wasn't a very good movie. So, when given Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Aquaman, and everybody else to play with, and a blank sheet of paper, well, wow, we literally only missed one. Dawn of the Dead, 2004. Okay, I thought it was some horror movie. Exactly, like... uh, Again, another adaptation. Well, a remake, more so. Yeah, a remake.
1: remake.
0: So, yeah, he has one original movie to his entire name, and it was terrible. And now he's got to go and make the Justice League movie. Now, Josh Whedon, again, has something of a patchy directorial history.
1: I wouldn't call it
0: patchy. Would you not? No. Cabin, I'd, I'd say that he's done some... Cabin in, in the was Cabin, a... Cabin Woods was great. I like Cabin in the Woods. I didn't watch it in I'm just saying it wasn't... It was divisive. I like that word. Now. Yes. Divisive is a great word. Okay, what else has Joss Whedon done? Joss Whedon... Obviously well, the I know, no, no, we're talking TV. He has a much
1: less patchy history. I'm saying straight movies. Straight movies. So only the ones he's directed? Yes. Okay. Talk me through. So we've got Serenity. Never seen it. Well, admittedly, you probably would have to watch Firefly as well. Mm-hmm. In with that... But that's what you have. Um, you've got Dr Horrible sing-along blog. Um, is that a movie? That, technically. Technically a movie. Sh- shot a- as a feature, released in three parts.
0: Neil Patrick Harris? That
1: is correct. Okay. It's also wonderful. And then he did a movie adaptation of Shakespeare's Much Do About Nothing, um, which was really good. I really enjoyed it. I do want to point out we are um, recording this episode on Diwali. Yes, so... Um, the many sound effects you
0: can hear outside are not being added by Michael. We're not. We're,
1: we are. We're not shooting this in the Bronx. It is
0: just. You're a... <laughs> not in the Ukraine. No. We're okay. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. I, I will immediately track my point of him having Apache history. Yes. But he had a lot of experience in writing comic books. He did. He wrote X-Men for years.
1: Astonishing X-Men is probably one of the best, better X-Men runs. Out exactly.
0: There. He's a man where on paper you can trust him. Yeah. I don't think you can have. Expressed faith in Zack Snyder you can have hope by all means you can have hope but to quote Liberty Lies what's the difference between hope and faith <laughs> oh, they're going to appreciate that mention. yeah they are are yeah. Um yeah. I don't have faith in him I would like to think he can maybe do a good job there's a lot of pressure on him he has proven that he can make good movies it's not like he's he's a terrible director it's not like they're giving it to M. Night like Shyamalan or a Uebol so. exactly they've given it someone who has at least shown a bit of talent when, when necessary but again he's got to yet prove that he can do original material and make it work oh we just forgot about Man of Steel Man of Steel was essentially a blank sheet Would of you paper ca- I wouldn't call I- that an
1: original work though the origin <laughs> of Superman is not an original work Mm, good point. It's not, is it? It's it was, been done that many times that you okay. could have drawn from about six different versions. So Okay,
0: but I didn't like that movie. So that's another one to add to the park. so yeah. it's three versus two now. I'm almost at 50% like, 50% dislike. Well, that's all we can really say about just League Part 1 because we don't
1: right, know so. anything more. <laughs> now we now we come to the one that troubles me the most. What's that? It's The Flash. Okay. The, the Flash troubles me very, 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 very much. And why is that? Because... As you said, it kind of undermines the TV show. You've cut your balls off your, your big budget TV show. Straight, straight away, yep. yeah. Uh, and we've also, the guy we've decided to cast in the role of The Flash, in the charismatic role of mm-hmm. presumably Barry Aaron. Barry uh, Aaron. Barry Aaron, ba- ba- Barry Aaron no. uh. <laughs> He's not Irish. Uh, Barry Allen uh, is Ezra Miller. I don't know who Ezra Miller is. <laughs> There's a good reason for that. What's he been in? I the... know he's
0: in Perks of Being a Wallflower.
1: But Perks of Being a Wallflower. You couldn't pay me enough to watch that. <laughs> he was in the movie adaptation of We Need to Talk About Kevin, which is a book that I have read. And I can tell you that the adaptation is rubbish. You read a book? I've read so- several books, and I'm that's just one of them. proud of you. Now, We Need to Talk About Kevin's like a good book, and they do an adaptation, and he's bad in it. <laughs> he's very bad. <laughs> is that him? That's him.
0: Now, wow! I, impl- I
1: implore everybody to go to Wikipedia and bring up Ezra Miller's uh, page because the picture—it's uh, not what I describe as flash material. It's like someone got Michael Cera severely stoned <laughs> <laughs> and gave him uh, stoned. and gave him uh, what's his name? Keanu Reeves's villain's uh, head hairdo, <laughs> and for some reason a soul patch. Um, oh, he just—he looks like he looks like a hipster. Yes, are they going to have a hipster? Flash Apparently I think that's the I think that's where they're going This dude Is just How How do I put it you know, you know how Shazam is Billy Batson, a child who transforms into a large hero? It looks yes. like this is going to be in the reverse. <laughs> it's like the second he puts on the costume, he's going to look like Halloween came early. He's such an
0: odd-looking dude. Now, he admittedly, is. Grant Gustin is an odd-looking dude. But he admittedly, he does look good in the costume. He does. Now, he, doesn't look, he does look a bit like Sheldon did in the costume from Big Bang Theory. No,
1: it does not. Yeah, just a tiny, tiny bit. No, it does not.
0: A tiny bit. Okay, but he must have been in something, I've seen.
1: The only other films of, well, the only other appearances oh. of note we have is he was in a couple of episodes of Law and Order and Californication. Um, he was in a movie uh, from 2009 movie. called City Island. I've not heard of it. I will say that. That looks awful. It does look awful. Um, <laughs> he was in me, that movie, Andy Garcia. Hmm. He okay. strikes me
0: as an anti-actor. Yes. As in January Jones.
1: Yes. No, I see where you're coming from. He seems
0: like he's coming off as cold and callous. Where he's in fact just a bad actor. <laughs> again, I've seen nothing of him. You just look at his facial expressions or lack thereof. That um, that's an odd choice of fashion. You'd think you'd want somebody quite energetic and perky. That's again, it's opposite day. We can't have like look at Quicksilver and there's the look Quicksilver and X Men fun, excitable, quick-witted, quick witted, quick being the operative word yeah. I know let's cast a slow person <laughs> who doesn't act very well and doesn't seem enthusiastic about anything he'll be a great flash but then let's an inadvertently make
1: a really entertaining scene and then never use him in the movie again
0: yeah they did point out in the honest trailer that Quicksilver could have solved every single problem in that movie
1: if they had just gone see you kid bye
0: <laughs> bye <laughs> um, anyway that that seems odd having again we can't we can't be negative by contractual law we can't be
1: negative until we've seen at the very least a teaser or at least a still image of him in costume or yep. on set i mean like i say we've only really had one proper look at paul Man for mm-hmm. comparison yeah Um, And people seem pretty sold on him as Scott Lang. I'm not sold on Ezra Miller as as Barry Allen. I'm not sold on him as Wally. Just to be
0: in the interest of being a, uh, what's it called, Um, devil's
1: advocate. Okay. Michael Cera in Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. No, I... I, Okay, I'm coming from the position of hindsight about that movie because I saw the movie, then read the book. And even then, I still kind of get why I'm... if I'd have read the book first, I can still kind of see why they'd have chosen Michael Sarah. But did you think going in...
0: Because I remember seeing the preview for that in Empire magazine and thinking, that is going to be terrible. They're trying to make Michael Sarah, Michael frigging Sarah into a flipping superhero. I know mean, he's actually a superhero, but into an action star. That could never work. I adore that movie. That movie is one of the best movies. It's fantastic. Ever. I love that movie. love it, love it, love it. So, Ezra Miller might have excitable, fun quirkiness in the bag and you just not had a chance to show it all the people you've had to play just happen to be miserable hipsters you don't know that true and you know flash again we d- i don't know much about flash i know almost nothing about flash i don't know if he's meant to be a energetic quirky person or if he's a bit miserable or one of the many incar- incarcerations. Incarcerations. That's the word I'm looking incarcerations incarnations of him is miserable. Maybe Barry maybe Wally West, despite his hilarious name. Maybe that's it. He's gonna be Wally West. He's gonna be you know bullied
1: his entire life for being called Wally. And it's made him quite sad. Possibly. <laughs> um, I don't see him as Barry, I don't see him as Wally, I don't know anything about Bart Allen, so I couldn't tell you about that. And I don't know anything about Jay Garrick. Um, I'm pretty sure Jay Garrick was like the original flat Yep, that's not gonna be him. I've just looked at the picture. Wow, that's nineteen twenties. Yeah, that's uh, back when the Flash wore a silver wow. helmet. Oh, okay. Uh, let's take a quick look at the Bart Allen Flash. I don't think. Uh, this will be funny now. Audio Actually, American. you know what? Oh, what the hell <laughs> is that? I think we've found who he might be doing. Bartholomew. Wow, that's awful.
0: Yep, okay, there it is. That's the Flash movie done with. <laughs> yep, he's Bart Allen. And don't worry, on. he's not going to. We're going to have two completely different Flashes, so you don't need to worry about anything. To be fair, Flash can run through multiverses. So. They could just, you know, have Grant Gustin turned up anyway. It's not unheard of that they, if they do multiverse things, wow! What? Spoiler alert: Bart dies. <laughs> well, that captions to the point. There we go. Yeah, okay. Well, again, we, we keep we keep doing this where we keep talking about a movie and we know nothing about it, and then you have to look up things. Yeah. This is. He was in oh, Smallville. Oh, Bart Allen was
1: he? the Smallville one. Yeah. Uh,
0: this is odd. This is what I worry that. Gotham's going to be. It's going to be a new Smallville. Uh, I don't uh, say. Exactly. That. Right, let's it's get let's back, signs. back Do on. Do you track. know who the bad guy is in the third episode of Gotham? No, I haven't seen Balloon second. Man! <laughs> <laughs> he attacks dirty cops. Are we, are by we, tying them to balloons! Are <laughs> we one episode away from Kite Man? Please say we'll get yes. Kite Man. Basically, it's like if the old guy from Up was a bit more mental <laughs> <laughs> and a bit more willing to kill, then. <laughs> Then yeah, oh, not kite man. I love just not the kite. Man. Of I kite want man. crazy quilt. <laughs>
1: crazy quilt is
0: the Give worst. Give me thing. crazy quilt. What's next after the flash? <laughs>
1: Back to the points. Crazy quilt, the movie. No
0: people are listening and want their opinions. It's on Aquaman. Aquaman with Jason Momoa, who okay yeah, <laughs> I didn't see, see him as Aquaman. But to be fair, going in on a base note level. The biggest problem of getting people in the cinema they're going to have is with Aquaman. Yeah. Because Aquaman is the joke. Family Guy has done more to hurt Aquaman than it has
1: done to hurt anything else in this world. Yeah. Because... Now, I will be the first to defend Aquaman, actually. Go because on. I certainly do think that what they've been doing with him recently... Here, here I am praising a modern comic because the new 52 Aquaman is goddamn awesome. It is brilliant, start to finish. Is it similar to how he was portrayed in
0: *Injustice*? Yes, he's the king of Atlantis. He controls the sea,
1: and if you mess with him, he will unleash krakens on you. Basically, that's where it was going. That can work. It's incredible. This is this is the man who's not afraid to punch a shark in the face. You know that. Could, and if any, if I can believe anybody can punch a shark in the face, it is Jason Mamar. That is he true. He's
0: huge. He is. You think that's what they've just done just to have a it's compensate? Like, like where... It's fair. Robert Downey Jr. isn't that big and the guy playing Bruce, uh, the guy playing Bruce Burner, Mark LaFleur isn't meant to be big. They've only really got Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans who are quite muscular. Even Jeremy Renner's is not that big. He's, no. not really, he's in good shape but he's not huge. Whereas everybody we've mentioned on this list so far <laughs> Henry Cavill huge Ben Affleck huge, huge. They've got the Rock, huge. huge.
1: Jason Momoa, huge. <laughs> it's a <problem. laughs> Just like Wonder Woman, huge as
0: well.
1: When it comes to 2018 and we see the Flash, he's just like he's like the the, the drawing of Captain America where his chest is about 12 <laughs> foot away from his face. Just dude, Ezra hello. Got, <laughs> Ezra got off the green stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he got onto something of more supplements. <laughs> Jesus, um, do you think they're to try and one up each other? <laughs> We'll get to, like, a Nightwing. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be the guy from the Tango advert. <laughs> 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 oh God.
1: We get to the Green Lantern. CGI and more pecs! Oh, I know who's going to be Green Lantern. Who?
0: They're going to go get Brock Lesnar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're going to resurrect Andre the Giant. Yeah!
0: <laughs> oh, no. John Cena would actually make a really good Green Lantern. Don't
1: say it out no, loud. No, but he
0: actually would, because if he's going to be, like, a goody-two-shoes Green Lantern... That would be no don't, don't say it. He's muscular. He's don't.
1: Just, I'm just stop I'm, I'm willing it.
0: We're talking about Aquaman now. You brought up wrestling last time. It's my turn. Okay. Okay, Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah, they've Aquaman. done a lot to to fix things. They've turned him into an underwater badass. Essentially, he's underwater Superman. Essentially, no. Yes. Yeah. They've not,
1: really upped his powers. He's not as strong at the type of top level of what Superman can do. I don't know. He's pretty goddamn strong. He could probably, like, in the new version of, like, in the new 52... It is entirely plausible that Aquaman can go toe to toe with Superman and at least battle to a draw. You know, that's what I'm saying. They could have a fight, but again, Superman will always win. Yeah, Superman because will always Superman... win because Deus
0: Ex Machina. Yeah, Superman but... can always go. Superman has no ceiling, yeah. whereas Aquaman does. That's a completely different side subject we can get into one day. See, they've done a lot to fix it, but that's only to the people who read the comic books. Yeah. They're not the hardest of people could, to convert. It will be the norms like me who know nothing about. Oh, okay, I know enough about Aquaman, but. People, you know, not like you and me, normies, we'll call them, or muggles, we'll call them muggles. <laughs> they they only know Aquaman from the either the cartoon where he had talked to fish or Family Guy where he talked to fish. Yeah. And both hit on very good points, and he's kind of lame in his traditional outfit, and that's what were people thinking, which is why I think it's actually a good idea to have him in Batman v Superman. Plant the seed early, you see Jason Momoa is this big, badass dude... I wonder if he's going to go blonde. I hope he
1: goes blonde. I hope he goes blonde as well. because He'd it, look weird blonde. He would, wouldn't he? In a good way. Like, odd. Like, well, eye Have you noticed that, like, since... Uh, I mean, when he's not Caldrogo, Drogo, he's, hmm. he does have quite short, tidy hair. And I think it would work. And I, I think that Jason Moore is is a good choice, mainly because if we're going to go for the more primal, powerful version of Aquaman it's going to work obviously I don't want them to go too far down the chain and do yep. Aquaman, Aquaman with the hook hand and the no and that the that's cool. the it's not it's really not he has not, a hook for a hand you think it's going to be cool and it's one of the lamest iterations of Aquaman I think, oh you I I like underwater seen. Abu Hamza <laughs> <laughs> sorry I've just got the image of just like Aquaman going like octopus hate speech <laughs>
0: Oh no! I've ruined this. I'm sorry. Um, okay, okay. How is he as an actor? Because I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I haven't seen his. I saw the Conan reboot. Yeah, but I cannot for the, mem- for the life of me remember anything about that movie. It was so
1: forgettable. And... It was. I completely forgot <laughs> yeah. about it. Well, the thing is, you don't reboot Conan without without Schwarzenegger. In the, in Hence the... why they're
0: just going to ignore it and do another Conan movie with old ass Schwarzenegger. That's yeah. not going to be good. It's going to end badly. Have you seen what they're spelling?
1: Terminator Five as yes, Genius. Yes.
0: Genius.
1: <laughs> it's no, like no, no, What they've done, what they've done is they've spelled it as how he'll pronounce it, Genesis. <laughs> that makes perfect sense.
0: It's like you don't got to be cool and funky with everything. You do. Genesis is fine. You only need to be better than four, which is not going to be hard. Have you, have you seen Terminator yeah. Salvation? Oh my. God, wow. how do
1: you how do you mess up the Terminator Wars? More importantly, how do you make it boring?
0: How do you make the Terminator Three was a
1: bad movie, and it was still far more interesting, mainly because Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> on the end of the uh, the fire ladder thing. Oh but, yeah, that was uh, awesome. I like that. But
0: it's like they had twenty years build up for the for the Apocalypse War, and they made it dull. <laughs> yep. and gave away all the plot points in the trailer. Anyway, <laughs>
1: so how easy is an actor? in... Game. I know in Game of Thrones you not really do. No, he's, which in, in, in Monotone, Cal Drogo is not exactly the most expressive role. Does he have presence? Yes. Do You, you believe, can't deny
0: it. Do you believe that he could beat anybody within an inch
1: of their life? Yes. Okay. So therefore, if we're going for, again, not the hook hand version, but if we're going for the I am going to fuck you up badly, any questions, Aquaman, I'm sold. Well, they didn't really make Superman all that stoic, and he tends
0: to be the stoic one. So they could go different and have. They could play. Maybe if Jason Murray isn't the most expressive of actors. They could play to that and just have him be this stoic, authoritarian,
1: king, badass type It of deal. works for me. The thing is, I don't see. I think out of all of them, apart from the fact that it's the hard sell out of the lot, mm-hmm. I am the least worried about Aquaman because they've not had a proper go at it. No. you know that that should make me more worried but fresh because, because there's no precedence no because we are going down the gritty route and let's face it you need to make Aquaman Aquaman more badass no expectations no expectations no expectations, expectations at the very yeah I mean people are already set to hate it people who po- possibly don't enjoy Game of Thrones possibly don't like Jason Momoa don't have any expectations. People who didn't like Man of Steel have already got very low expectations for the rest of the continued universe. Which means if Aquaman is slightly good, like it's the uh, the Metacritic score is just going to go straight up. Mm-hmm. That could make sense. So that could be that could
0: be the um, the ace in the hole for DC. Exactly because they can Apart,
1: then... oh, maybe Suicide Squad
0: will be good. Who knows? <laughs> All of these have a chance to be good. We know nothing of them. They could have. Okay, it's highly unlikely that they're going to Marvel as my favourite franchise, but they clearly have a plan. They clearly think they know what they're doing. They have been in business for 100 years, so they have an idea of how to make good comic book stuff. True. And let's look back on their movie history. It's not
1: terrible. It's better than pre, uh, pre-MCU Marvel stuff, mainly. On the whole, it is. What was pre-MCU? I oh, no, I include... Mm. Pre MCU Marvel stuff will be Blade, Darede- Blade, which I loved. Blade, Blade one, yes. Blade two, yes. I even have sympathy for Blade three. I, I still... don't think I've seen Trinity. Uh, I still
0: wouldn't bother, but I've got sympathy mm. for it. Got Triple H, you know, I haven't even seen it. Um, X Men, I love X Men one and you... two and three. I love all X Men movies. Uh, Fantastic Four, <laughs> uh, Fantastic Four. <laughs> oh dear! All the various Punishing movies, I've never bothered with. Daredevil, which I'm an apologizer for. Daredevil, I, I am sympathetic. lecture which I've never seen, awful. Um, so bad. Spider Man 1, yes. Spider Man 2, yes. Spider Man 3, no. Yep. Wait, was Spider Man 3 pre Iron Man? Yes, it was. It was, yes. Okay, i you Whereas you look at DC, you had all the iconic Superman movies 1 and 2. One, one, 1, 2, to a certain degree 3, definitely not 4. Yep. Then you've got the Tim Burton Batman movies. You've got the Joel Schumacher ones, which at the time, if one liked it, just they'd become funny to take the mic of. They have what is still, in my opinion, the second greatest superhero movie ever made, The Dark Knight, up there. Batman McGinnis is fantastic. Dark Knight Rises is not as bad as people make out. It's actually a good movie. Well, it's just, it's a just has, it just has a 40-minute lag in the middle of it that really doesn't help anything. So, it's not like they're doomed from the start, I think. There is hope that all of these can work out. But, you, there are some question marks. For example, they've gone ahead and announced The Rock as Black Adam for the Shazam movie in 2019, without announcing Shazam. Yeah. It's very rare that the the villain gets cast first, which means that, you know, it's going to be thought of as The Rock's movie. Not good when you're trying to launch a new well, CPU. Yeah, yeah.
1: But let's be fair, Shazam is going to be one of the hard sells, isn't it? I mean, when, uh, we've talked about Aquaman, Aquaman being a hard sell, but at least people know who Aquaman is. Yeah, Shazam is going to be much, much harder. Well, he harder. hasn't been Shazam for all that long. He was originally Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. And then Marvel decided they wanted their toys back.
0: <laughs> yeah. so think, Oh, no, he's getting some traction. Let's put us up to that. Yep. No, no, no. So, okay, we're going to have Black Adam, The Rock. I'll follow The Rock anywhere. That's cool. I think Shazam's going to be skewed towards kids. Yeah, I mean, it's, the it's whole Billy kid... Bat
1: and stuff. Well, is... that's if they actually stick to that plan. This, this is the problem. When you're casting who's going to be playing... Shazam, not Billy Batson, but Shazam. Mm-hmm. You've got to cast somebody who main ta- who's built to crap, like brick, sh- yeah, brick shit house, yeah. essentially, um, but also maintains sort of a childish element because he's essentially a ten-year-old boy who can magically turn into a l- mid-twenties man in his in his point of his physical prime, and mm-hmm. also maybe part god, who knows? Um, right. So it's it's a hard sell, and it's going to be very weird have this sort of the dual protagonist same person thing like going on. Like if Big on. was a
0: superhero movie. Kind of. That does make it odd when, you know, if you ever see a fight and someone punching you in the face, you're like, you are punching a 14-year-old in the face. Yeah. <laughs> For my amusement. It's something that many of us
1: wanted to do and you have the courage to do it. I salute you, Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, <laughs> He'll punch a kid if he gets out of line. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I haven't thought about it. Okay, I'm going to retract that John Cena is going to be Green Lantern. He's going to be Shazam. You know
1: don't because I can see that Rock versus Cena. So it's not gonna be it's not gonna be like a superhero project, but it's just gonna be a wrestling match. It's at the going end. to but
0: technically they do need a third round because they are currently tied at one win
1: WrestleMania <laughs> so winner. Whoever wins Shazam. So whoever wins in the Shazam movie. Oh wait, it's a movie that <laughs> Cena's already won. Oh
0: Cena always wins. Yes, we know. Cena Shut wins. Up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think that's a not a bad it's idea. not a
1: bad call because I could, I can I could actually believe John Cena as crossover being... appeal. They've actually got a few ties with Warner
0: Brothers. I think they're the Warner Brothers is the WWE films distribution partner when they go to cinema. That's correct. They don't go to cinema very often anymore. They're more trying to, they're moving away from their original model of putting a, a wrestler in a starring role, and they're just funding lower down scripts and putting a wrestler in supporting act. And it's working out quite well. They did, um, what was that one with Halle Berry in The Call? That was a WWE movie. And Oculus as well, which thought was yes. really good. Uh, there was no wrestling in that one, though. No, mm. no, no, but it was it was funded by WWE. Yeah, they funded it, so they have tongue toys. It wouldn't be... John Cena's not a terrible actor. No. do not don't, I
1: don't but... know why, but the more and more I think about it, and this is going to sound weird, hmm. jack him up, and I mean jack him up, I think Chris Pine would make a good Shazam. I think he Chris would oh Chris Pine okay Kirk. yeah I think he would make a good Shazam but if how old's Chris Pine now oh he's in his don't 30s know. maybe he's, he's knocking into his 30s he's going
0: to be going up to 2019 so he's going to be in his 30s at the very least yeah I've, when I've, I don't know anything about Shazam but I imagine he's meant to be portrayed younger okay that does kind of go for Cena he's in his 30s as well there you are mm. but yeah John Cena vs The Rock Shazam 3 <laughs> That'll be good. That's all we need. That's what's going to happen. Punch a 14 year old in the face. Yeah. John Cena, everyone, everyone's
1: going to love that. But the problem that um, comes across Aquaman and Shazam. So it's John Cena's best. Oh, okay. Just carry on. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with Aquaman and Shazam, respectively. They're back to back as well. They're back to back. They're back to back. And can you name. I mean, we proved ourselves early with Aquaman's. Throw it at me. You can't really name their rogues gallery. I can. I know you can Black Adam apart from Black Adam but you know what I mean like, Black Manta <laughs> Black Manta yes but those are the only two Dumb. we know if if it comes to that Aquaman and Shazam take off like Guardians did yes Okay. who okay, the yeah. hell are you going to get in for a sequel good point but
0: cast your mind back to our old podcast when we were talking about Captain America we said he can fight Red Skull and then nobody how wrong we were
1: well no but we said Red Skull and Winter Soldier from the get go we didn't say Winter Soldier we did you may have. I hadn't? definitely okay. did. Thor. He can fight Loki,
0: and that's it. Yeah, okay, yeah. We uh, so, we were wrong on just that Just because we don't know doesn't mean
1: there's not fantastic characters. They've been going for 70-odd years. True, but, be good. but But again, may I remind you the test I did earlier. I went to Aquaman. I went onto Wikipedia. Yep. There are three villains listed. I knew one. I knew one-third of the villains. <laughs> There's a whole ocean full of people. <laughs> There's always a bigger fish. There's always a bigger fish. You can <laughs>
0: fight Namor. You can fight Godzilla. It'll be down there somewhere. Can you can't Godzilla. fight Namor. Yes, Namor is
1: marble. Uh, eh. But yeah, literally, there is just... like Godzilla. There is, if for Aquaman, there is Black Manta, King Shark, who is literally a shark without arms, and Ocean Master, who has nothing to do with the ocean. So good job. No, you can fight.
0: There's got to be some underwater. There's some underwater bad guys. Squidward. Squidward? <laughs> We can fight Squidward um Plankton I'd love to see that Aquaman versus Plankton um who else is under who else is underwater I'm just naming Spongebob people at this point who else is underwater <laughs> Mr. Krabs <laughs> Mr. Krabs oh there's how you get Aquaman over Spongebob <laughs> you do know they're doing a second Spongebob movie right I'm very aware oh, of I'm it I'm so excited oh good oh, lord I love Spongebob
1: I'm not even ashamed um but the vill- the villains for Shazam, obviously Black Adam is is number one. Obviously, mm-hmm. oh my lord! <laughs> one of the villains for Shazam is Captain Nazi. I wonder which team he's going to be affiliated with.
0: <laughs> Look at this! Oh, he's a Nazi. That's a surprise. He's
1: literally just Baron von Strucker from uh,
0: from Marvel. Well, Shazam's already quite stupid as a concept. Why can't you just fight the stupid villains oh, like, like Gorilla Gorilla Grodd? It doesn't, gorilla Grodd's not even listed here. No, he isn't, but I you'd watch Shazam fight a Gorilla. I probably would watch Shazam fight a Gorilla, yeah. Who's another stupid DC villain, like a properly stupid, granny
1: goodness. Granny goodness. That's that I haven't got the thing, of, but that that's what oh. I genuinely know, so granny um, goodness.
0: Um oh, what is his face? The one that they just leaked fight in the first comic book, the star thing. He's just called Star, I think. Starro. He takes over people's faces with stars. I d what? Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, like it's yeah. like it's like a sentient. It's an alien thing. It's an alien thing. It's an alien, alien thing. Okay, so we don't know if it's about Shazam, but we know more about. That was your cue, Dickhead.
1: <laughs>
0: Justice League Part Two oh, was okay. next, so that doesn't even work. Okay, but after that, we've got Cyborg. Also, opposite day, they don't have any. Marvel doesn't have any African American lead films at the moment
1: we have that, we can do that, we can do Cyborg, so, yeah, cool. Which is interesting, because Cyborg, at least for people sort of our age and younger, yep. will already have had some some time with Cyborg as part of the Teen Titans. Yep. Which is weird that they when they did do the big 52 reboot after Flashpoint of the comics, is that they brought Cyborg into the Justice League and made him a new 52 founding member. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I didn't think, when they said, we've got Ray Fisher to play Cyborg in Dawn of Justice, I thought, he'll be an interesting side character. Who's Ray... What's Ray Fisher being in? Literally, he is just a stage actor. Oh, he is? He is. He's making his break into film with these films. So... Interesting. Similar to Matt Smith, how he was an unknown before he was Doctor Who, they're doing that with Ray Fisher with Cyborg. And it's a good call. Yeah. Bring in a fresh face. I like that. Because literally everybody we've had so far, with the possible, in fact, definite exception of Ezra Miller, we can name some of their filmography. Yeah. yeah. Ray, Ray Fisher... Good. I couldn't even tell you what stage shows he's been
0: in. Good. It's what you want. We don't. He's meant to be a young, fresh superhero anyway, so why not be a young, fresh actor? Yeah, it works. And so that's something we haven't seen before. We haven't seen... Okay, Iron Man is a man in a suit, but he's not... He's not saber. an android. Exactly. Exactly. We haven't had anything like that. So that's actually what I'm quite excited about. It's unfortunate that it's five years away. <laughs> yeah. That's a long time, which is something you need to remind about in the end. Here, I have a problem... With this overall slate and Marvel's approach as well, but we'll get to that in a moment. We'll get to it. So that that could be cool. I know very little about um, Cyborg, but because of the level of character he is, he could open up a Teen Titan movie. Oh, definitely. Because I would not be surprised. Oh, Carrie Kelly—that's the problem. Hmm, if Carrie yeah. Kelly is actually you can still versus...
1: have. Nightwing. Red, Nightwing or Red Robin.
0: Night... No, no, don't even say
1: Red Robin. I want a Nightwing movie. But these are the options. we can. You can expand Nightwing. the... Nightwing. Ba- yes, Nightwing, but you can expand the Bat family. Nightwing. That's just a bit strange. Don't touch me there. <laughs> well, we found our opening sting. There we go. I thought it was going to be when you put
0: this log in your mouth, you're going to be up all night. I thought that was going to be. Stupid. it. might very well anyway, be. Anyway, <laughs> I want a Nightwing movie. I don't want Red Robin. He's... Ble- that awful costume. Yeah. Basically, Nightwing just looks cool, and I want Dick Grayson to do something. <laughs> Please God, <laughs> <laughs> let him do something. You so many jokes. You robbed me of Robin in It's All right.
1: They, all the Dick Grayson jokes have been made in since they've, uh, yeah, made they have made Dick Grayson a secret agent. Oh, yeah.
0: They made. They denied it me in the Nolan movies because I. Would flat- you have
1: wanted Gordon Levitt to be Nightwing though? Yes. Really? I like Joseph Gordon Levitt. I really like him, but I don't see him as Nightwing. He could have been a cool Nightwing. Or he could have been like the Dick Grayson version of Batman, which is awesome. So, Actually, no, thinking about it more, it would have made you, all You of do realise
0: that Joseph Gordon Levitt would be dead within a week Oh, in yeah. that movie. Definitely. He has no training, he doesn't know how to use the gadgets. He's now got to go and fight everybody that Bane let loose. Killed on the city. by firing the grappling hook directly into <laughs> his temples. He's gonna to have to go and fight everybody that Bain let out of
1: prison, which was everybody, <laughs> except the Joker. We'll We'll all we'll, we'll leave that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> and wrapping up
1: is the Green Lantern reboot, which hopefully will be better. Hopefully, it can't be much worse. It's it's interesting that that like Green Lantern, who's always been a Justice League mainstay, yep. is not only been not cast. Nope. No crew. Nope. No script. Nope. No director. Absolutely goddamn nothing. No word on whether it is a continuation, a reboot, <laughs> or anything. It Hopefully, be not a continuation. A continuation. That it will can't be, the... be a
0: continuation.
1: It almost definitely won't be, but there is no word on it. Nope. And it's very interesting that it's. That's how little faith they have in Green Lantern now. Still a fan favourite. Still behind the Suicide Squad, Shazam, and Cyborg. That is merely, I think, because they have to put a lot of
0: distance between... Because Now, hopefully, by this point, by 2020, all of these would have worked. All of them will have been smacked out of the park, no problem, and they'll have people salivating for the Green Lantern movie. I think if you put that further down the order, you're jeopardising people still remembering the Ryan Reynolds movie and laughing about it. Oh,
1: here's a thought. By the time we get to the 2020 Green Lantern movie, 10 years will have passed since the original.
0: No, yeah, they would have. That's enough time to.
1: Hang on, it was it was 2010. Again, I, that's
0: it? what I thought it was. I'm I maybe it was maybe 2011. It,
1: it, it's definitely not um, sort of like that close to Avengers. You do realise by the time that movie comes out, I will nearly be 30. Green Lantern 2011.
0: Okay, I was close enough. Mm. I will need. I'll be 29. I'll nearly, I'll nearly be 30. And we'll 13. still be here doing this. Of course we will. But I'm just saying, that's that's kind of distressing. But by the time we get another Green Lantern movie, yeah. I'm going to be 30. <laughs> oh, my Christ. Right, now, I wanted to bring up Green Lantern. Because Green Lantern is the one that worries me. Yeah. Because when Marvel has gone wrong in the past, it's because it was either under Fox's leadership or under um, Sony's leadership. They have yet to go wrong in-house. Iron Man 3 was close. That was, ooh, no.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was, ow. Oh. That's putting one foot over the edge of the skyscraper. Ooh, no. <laughs> okay, but. You know what that was? That was going up Black Tower and looking over the glass panel. Just like, ooh, it, ooh. It, was the, it was the end of the Italian job. Yeah. We were close. <laughs> but we
0: managed to finish the move before we went off the cliff. It came close, but again, I maintain they've yet to make a truly bad movie. Yeah. Now, Green Lantern was under DC's direct influence. They had everybody working on that film. They were wrapping up... That happened between Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, didn't it? It was was in the same
1: uh, release period as First Class as well.
0: Yeah, so that was completely under their own heads. They only had themselves to blame, and they messed it up royally. Royally. So much so that they had to put nine years' worth of distance between that and the next movie. They thought they were getting a franchise because it ends with Sinestro turning yellow. Yeah. So they thought they were getting... a i say Sinestro thing. was
1: probably the strongest thing about that admittedly terrible yeah. movie. I I'll love Sinestro that. in that film. Mark Strong and he's wonky tough. It was all good. Yeah,
0: I like it. I think she'd get that tough straightened. It <laughs> it. I couldn't watch Sherlock because of that flipping tough. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, they thought they were getting a franchise out there. That's hilarious. They only have themselves to blame. Now, there's probably going to be changes, obviously, since... That movie, they're going to have learnt mis- from their mistakes. Still, essentially the same brain trust that's now going to do these one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Plus the two movies we didn't even get to talk about, which is the Batman and the Superman standard. that haven't even been announced really. Not really. Other they, than they will eventually. They will get round eventually to them. get round to them, and there's no point whatsoever speculating what can happen in them yeah. because we're going to get Batman and Superman free times. There's no need to go up that uh, anyway. It's the same brain trust, and I don't trust them. Because they could not have messed up that movie. Admittedly, it's the same brain trust that also did The Dark Knight, which is my second favourite superhero movie of all time. But Marvel has yet to mess up. I have no reason to d- doubt them. I have reasons to
1: doubt this slate. And that's yeah. one of my problems, worries. Well, it's not essentially saying that Greenland... That like, Yes, they're going to have to retcon the train wreck that was the, the Ryan Reynolds movie, it's not essentially saying that, as we've so far learnt, they are prepared to do weird and kooky and crazy stuff in order to make this DC cinematic universe work. It's not essentially saying that they have to completely and utterly retcon that movie and say, right, we need to go back to, um, oh god, I've forgotten his name, Who? H- Hal Jordan. Yeah, it's not saying it's like Jesus Christ. We need to, everyone to remember Reynolds as Hal Jordan. And get more people in as Hal Jordan. Luckily, they've got a plethora of people they could choose Mm to be Uh, your new Green Lantern. You can go Kyle Rayner, who's one of my particular favourite Green Lanterns. Mm -hmm. A little bit more edgy, not afraid to use the pair in new and interesting ways, not afraid to question the authority of the core. Good Lantern. You can go Jon Stewart, Um, not the American newscaster, but more so... (laughs) (laughs) I know, that would be great. But more so uh, the popularised African-American, Green Lantern, who was much more stoic, um, much more of a force to be reckoned with when it came to dealing out justice. Mm -hmm. Good Lantern. Then you've got Guy Gardner. Oh, crap, forget that one. Um, Isn't there a new guy?
0: uh, Alan Scott, I believe. No, he has like a... Baz in his name. Simon
1: Baz or something like that. (laughs) The Baz. No, it's not. The (laughs) Bazster. I think that's his name. I'll soon find out, but I'm fairly Um, certain... Uh, the the new 52 one was like Alan Scott something like that I will endeavour to find out I will be with you just a few seconds I want to bring up my other problem whilst you quickly have a look for there is Simon Baz Simon Baz that's the one you were right okay Alan Alan Scott was the original Green Lantern Uh, not going to be that and Guy Gardner I thought was a terrible Green Lantern later became a Red Lantern easy to see why Uh, Simon Simon Baz oh he is the new 52 one he's Lebanese what? A Lebanese-American Muslim.
0: Oh. What the hell? Let's... let's. Oh, he looks like a gimp. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's that's not the one I was <laughs> thinking of. Anyway, now, here's my other problem. This is kind of a very, very big picture problem. It's a hypothetical, but run with me. The reason superhero movies have gone gangbusters since... Well, kind of since X-Men, really. Re- okay, properly since Iron Man. They have been no stopping that train. Because they have no competition in terms of a different genre that's running at the same time. F- you know, um, what's it called? Uh, Lord of the Rings didn't exactly bring about the return of fantasy to the big screen. It brought about it to Game of Thrones and everything, but fantasy hasn't been a problem. Action movies have of been going through the ringer. They just bring out a new one every year with Jason Statham, a new one with Liam Neeson, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, Nothing's really caught fire. You've got, the only other thing that's like a like a name value that's given them any jip is um, Hunger Games, and they're smart enough to avoid that. Plus, it appeals to a completely different audience. It's m- mainly aimed towards females of a teenage demographic. They can enjoy superhero movies as much as anybody else, but it's not necessarily who it's tailored for. I think this, th- okay, this is a problem for DC, but also for Marvel. The biggest problem facing Marvel is actually a threat from within. Because next year sees the return of Star Wars. And I think if, like I do before I go to bed every night and pray, that JJ's going to absolutely nail it out of the park and we're going to have a fantastic Star Wars back in our hands, I think sci-fi might be roaring back in this time frame of these movies and Marvel's movies. They've got plans further than this, in theory. And... I think that's a problem if these movies are going to be this rigid yeah. and not willing to change. If that's their concrete plan and they will not change at all, the problem now becomes pressure. They've had no competition, so if they have cock up, it's not that bad because nothing's going to take their money. If sci-fi comes rolling back, especially since next year you've got Jurassic Park's back, we've got a new Ghostbusters on the way, Planet of the Apes doing really well. Nolan's Interstellar as well. Nolan's Interstellar. We might be able to have a sci-fi boom again. That will be a complete... That will be competition. So not only will Marvel and DC be up against each other, they can't afford to slip up at any point because then sci-fi is going to take their movie. This is why I worry about planning this far ahead. Yeah, It's good, but it doesn't show flexibility. For example, let's say they hadn't done Guardians of the Galaxy, all of a sudden there's a sci-fi boom. You can capitalise on that by making Guardians of the Galaxy. If sci-fi takes off, none of these except for Green Lantern spring to mind as a sci-fi movie and that may be too late by then superheroes might become genre number two because Star Wars has led the frigging charge oh look sci-fi is back we're doing new Terminator movies we're doing Alien again we're doing Predator again screw it let's bring back back to the future we're going to do all these many 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 things
1: which so, they shouldn't do the last one should. I? no think.
0: no but I'm just spitballing Yeah. so I think that might be a problem for this terms of level of playing ahead they've got a lot of money riding on this and they don't have the luxury that Marvel did of launching into calm waters.
1: That's fair enough, yeah. You know what
0: I mean? That's why I worry that they may be. If this is set in stone and they're not going to change it, that might be a bit problematic for them down the line.
1: So the good thing is that if, if that does happen, Marvel have led the charge on two fronts, which is good news. Because mm-hmm. obviously then it was open up for the cosmic side of Marvel. Concerning DC, your cosmic side is basically Green Lantern. Yep. That is six years away. Exactly. They may have already... If, like,
0: Again, this is hypothetical. If that comes out and it's a Phantom Menace type of bomb, then... They haven't announced a subtitle for that, by the way, have they? For well, the new Star Wars movie. Not happened yet. Okay. So, I... I, hmm, I worry for... I think that... Because we asked this question last time. Something eventually will come along to burst the bubble of... Um, of the superhero train, something will come along that will put it to bed, or at least make it, you know, simmer down. Something will it.
1: eventually give, and it's.
0: I think if anything's going to have it, just from an outside looking in, we know what's coming top of it. I think Star Wars could beat, because you know, as big a star as superhero movies are, Star Wars is still bigger. I think, in terms of merchandising, in terms of overall staying power. I'll I'll everything.
1: put it this. Way. I mean, like. As much as I love Guardians, I know that Guardians does not have the staying power. No. Mainly because there are people, there are people who, who are growing up now, who will still recognise Darth Vader. Yep. Can we say the same about the Guardians? Can we say the same about some of oh. DC's? Uh, I mean, well, I'll put it this way: Are the, are the Suicide Squad going to really be a group of people that you will remember for generations? Mm-hmm. I doubt it. And I'm not just saying that
0: it's going to be Star Wars movies going to take all their money. I'm just saying that that could lead the charge for sci-fi to become competition, which Marvel doesn't have right now. Because what is the second biggest genre of movies right now? There's nothing. You've got Hunger Games is there, but they're avoiding it quite smartly. There's nothing. There's no DC even. They've got no DC competition for another year. True. So, yeah, that's just my big picture worry for all of superhero movies, really. that If they have being this rigid about their planning, it shows a lack of flexibility. You would like to think that they could have and that could bring about the end of CPR movies that's a nice and
1: happy note to finish on isn't it just well, well thanks for listening yeah thank you very much for listening to we us t- ramble on about nothing really literally just spitballing and saying <laughs> yeah. whether or not it's just essentially just like a yes or no do we, we think we're just it can revealing be this at the
0: end of the podcast that not only do we have no information about these movies <laughs> yeah. we also don't have particularly strong opinions no or <laughs> knowledge of them <laughs> But thanks for wasting your time with us. Yeah,
1: admittedly, our last episode was a little bit more informative.
0: But well, that's just what we know. We want to cover all bases. We want to give DC their moment to shine. And I don't think we've been overly negative. We've pointed out a lot of things they're doing right. We've pointed out a lot of things they are potentially doing wrong. But
1: this is all speculation. Just as much as the Marvel one was. We I, don't know. I want to I, I want to close with, with the phrase that if DC are the ones that are going to fire the shots against Marvel, they need to... Have a stronger rebuttal. They need to reload quick, if you will. Mm-hmm. They they're gonna they're coming out the gate strong. They've got a plan. They need to make sure to hell that they do not screw it up. Whereas Marvel have clearly shown they can make a, you know a walking tree and a gun toting raccoon mm-hmm. work. And you know that oh. and their next movie is looking to be incredible. Yep, stands to
0: reason that, that to be fair they could come out and everyone's like I can't now think of Lex Luthor as anybody else other than. Jesse Eisenberg I can't think of Wonder Woman as anybody else but Gal Gadot
1: I still would have loved Brian Cranston I
0: know we all wanted we all wanted B-Cray but it can't happen B-Cray b B-cray. <laughs> we can't all have B-Cray and everything okay we wanted even Godzilla and look how that turned out oh yeah good point that movie <laughs> that movie that <laughs> dashed my hopes and dreams so much so <laughs> it's Eisenberg versus Godzilla but it isn't <laughs> it's lying it's kick ass again <laughs>
1: Uh, looking, Any... looking forward to seeing Kit Kats run really fast next year though yes we
0: are speaking of which we'd like you to listen to our um, Avengers slash Captain America 3 podcast that we're about to do uh, on the eve of the trailer coming out, which we're literally about to do yep um, and we will be uh, releasing those two things concurrently so if you're not a DC person we told you to start the episode so you really should have clocked on by now yeah. but <laughs> uh, go check this one out go check that one out uh, if you want to find us on Twitter I am at Dazz
1: of the G and you can file us at a f a l e n t or personally at that Mike Owen. So thank you very much for listening to another edition of Talk Amongst Yourselves. We hope you will join us in our bonus round episode as well as the next episode. It's coming very soon, guys. So please do keep tuned to Foul Entertainment on SoundCloud, Twitter, and at our website at failentertainment.blogspot.co.uk. Thank you very much for listening, and good night.